Okay, well, welcome to Rambles of My Life podcast. I'm Erica Michelle. Thanks for joining me. Um, I, you might have noticed that I had a podcast up a couple days ago, and I deleted it. Then um, we had a couple. I actually did that podcast a few times. The first time I did with my husband, I didn't plug the microphone all the way into my phone. Um, using the anchor apps, you can do it this on your phone. So <laughs> I didn't do that. So it was like all dead air. So that was super fun. And then the second time I recorded it, I was pretty much having a mental health day that I should not have recorded it. I sounded so bleh, you know, so um, I couldn't leave that up. I just didn't feel right. It, it's not my personality. I don't want to you know, there's a lot going on right now. So we are week five of the quarantine here in Northern Italy. And, um, so yeah, it's been, it's hard. I'm just going to tell you that it's hard. It's hard and it's easy at the same time. Right. Um, so if that makes sense to you at this point in the U S you're working on week one and, um, there are a lot of people losing their minds on week one, but, um, we're on week five and it's kind of crazy. So, um, I'm going to read off some of my notes of some of the restrictions so that I don't miss anything. Um, we used to be able to do, uh, exercise, bike rides, um, running, you know, as long as you stayed away from people. Um, it used to be that you could do that, um, at part of your quarantine. Now that is not the case. They don't want you doing those things. Um, you can stay within 200 meters of your home, which is about um, a half a tr- lap around a track, a uh, running track, a running track, excuse me. Um, one of my friends said she measured it out on one of her walking devices that was like 230 some odd steps or something like that. I don't know. So it, it's not very far because 200 meters, I can't even get to the main road near my house. So it's not very far. I'm allowed to take my dogs out to do their business and then we come back in. So it's probably about 10 minutes each time and it drives them nuts because they're used to going out for like half hour, 45 minutes, you know, a few times a day to get all their runs out. And so they're not, um, driving me nuts. So right now they're driving me nuts. Um, so uh, what else is there? The grocery stores are now closed on Sundays. Um, you can now not leave your town or municipality, um, unless you're going to work or if you are going to like a doctor's appointment or the hospital or something like that. So those are the only reason why you should be leaving. Uh, there is a curfew. I think it's 10 PM to like 5 AM. So you have to be in the house by then. Anytime that you do go somewhere, you need to have self-declaration paperwork. And we've had like three versions thus far. And it's kind of frustrating because for those people that don't have a printer, they kind of have to find a way to get copies. And when they keep doing different versions, you have to have the updated version. So it's kind of hard. Um, You need this when you go anywhere. So if you're going to work though, you need to have your your signature of your supervisor on there. saying that you have to go to work, right? So, um, you need it. It has the date on there. It has your name, the town that you live in, um, where you're going. If you've been tested positive for the virus, 
um, what ID you will have on you and the number on that ID. And so you have to have that filled out every time you leave. You can't have it blank and then fill it out when you, when you get stopped. So you kind of, it, it's, it's a lot of paperwork. And so it, it's just so that they can know where you're going and you can't lie to them prior to you going somewhere. So, um, anyway, so there's that, there's some changes on post that have to do with like soldiers living in the barracks. They cannot leave post. Um, they can only enter rooms that they are assigned to. Um, they cannot conjugate in the common areas. So it's been hard. They're, the Army has put out a statement saying there should be only PT done um, inside your home. So you can do sit-ups and, and push-ups and that sort of thing. But you should not be doing like running and stuff like that outside your your home just because the host nation doesn't want you to do it so they kind of have to balance their needs and the host host nation's needs um there is a limited number of people going into the buildings on post and outside like in the grocery stores they only let so many people in at a time um, if you're going to the grocery store, you don't go with anybody. It's only one person from your household that should be going at a time. So there's that. They have set out hand washing stations and uh, that are mandatory to wash your hands. Like before you go into the commissary, they have that. They have uh, soldiers out there manning that and um, you have to wash them before you touch the carts. And those things are gross anyways. So, but now you have to wash your hands beforehand. Um, they have limited the hours to certain things on post, certain things they've already just closed. Like the food court is closed. The drive through food places are closed. Um, but they had to leave the shop that open and they have to leave the commissary open just because we have family that are on WIC and the Italian government doesn't cover our WIC programs. And so, um, then they have the soldiers that cannot leave because they live in the barracks. So we have to have availability for them to go get food. And then the soldiers that are still working, um, not a lot of them bring their lunch. So then they have to have somewhere to go to get lunch and stuff like that. So they are trying to balance everything. Last night we got noticed that the gas stations were closing and this was a big thing. And uh, they were saying how it was shut down because of the coronavirus, but it's not true. There were some news outlets that were saying that it's not true. It's a strike. I think that the employees are taking advantage of the opportunity because they're in a pos unique position where we need them to run. We need the gas because our deliveries are on big trucks that need gas for food and medical supplies and all of that. Um, so they're on strike. They're, it's not everywhere all at once. So it's not like they're doing something crazy. They are doing the ones on the Autostrada or the freeways here first, and then they'll work inward if things don't get, you know, rectified or whatnot. So we did um, uh, fill up our cars early last night 
And because just because we don't know how long it's going to be like, we didn't go crazy and buy all these extra gallons and stuff like that. We just filled up both cars. And I think we have a little um, container for gas for like the weed whacker and the lawnmower and that sort of thing. So we filled those up. Um, but, uh, but I don't, we don't know how long it's going to be for. So it's one of those things where, uh, we, just going to be prepared and hopefully it doesn't go far longer than two weeks because he could ride, drive his car for a week. He could drive my car for a week. He could probably drive my car for a little bit because he has a truck and mine's a little bit more, uh, um, but it's better on gas. So he probably, we're probably safe for, you know, three weeks. So as, and right now he has to go to work. So that is the deal. So hopefully we're okay. I'm not going anywhere because I'm on lockdown. So it, it, it will work for us. So, um, a couple of the other things that I found interesting that they were doing is that they were doing drone surveillance um, in the cities. Uh, it's not so much out here in the rural areas, but um, they're doing drone surveillance because they it's taking up so much time of our police to patrol to make sure people are following the rules and the mandates. Um, so it's easier to sure have a few people surveilling on drones and then just sending the carbonary to the places that they need to tell people to go back inside. Um, so there's that, there's been a few really cool, um, people that have really helped the community out mentally because they're providing some entertainment for the kids and for the adults. Um, there, there's a librarian that gets all dressed up and does story time for the kids. And she's doing a couple of them. Like she does younger books, um, so that every day the little kids can still have story time. So it kind of brings more of a schedule and a little bit more normalcy to their lives during this quarantine. Um, and she just started last week, uh, doing like chapter books for like families and older kids to, uh, jump in. And she reads a few chapters a day for that book. So it's been kind of nice. There are a few gals that work for our USO who have been doing a creative corner. And so every day, every other day, they're doing something on how to do um, like crafts at home with things that you have. They've done like making DIY paint for your kids to like paint with and have for uh, stuff. Uh, they did, they're doing some kind of series for like the guys in the barracks because they don't have hot plates or anything. So they just have the microwave, you know, they don't have kitchens and stuff like that in their rooms. So they kind of have to be creative. So they're not just eating ramen all the time. So, um, they're looking at some things for them to do. And so they've been really helpful. There's been a few people that are really good Italian cooks here and they have really stepped up and did some cooking classes every day. So they tell you what you'll need um, at the beginning of the week and all the dishes that they'll do during that week. And um, then they, you know, they, uh, they do a cooking class online and you can share that and stuff like that. So that's been really nice. Um, our garrison has been really good about doing town halls and, uh, just making sure we're all informed and answering questions. It's not always what we want to hear, but they are doing their best to, to get everything they need to get done, done and all the answers they need to 
us. And so they really are juggling a lot. They have to juggle the situation with the coronavirus. They have to balance that with the host nation and their needs and their mandates, as well as being doing and performing the mission that they have here. And so it's a lot to balance. They have a lot on their plates. They have been working tirelessly and it's not a position I would ever want to be in and hats off to them. I think they're doing a pretty good, whether you like their answers or not, I think they're doing a great, great job. Even though I hate the quarantine, just like everybody else, everybody doesn't like to be quarantined. I mean, it's not, I have not met anybody that's like, yay, you know, but you know, some good things have come out of it. So the one thing that a lot of people here didn't understand is why the Italian military was called in. Now the Italian military was called in because we are having last four to five days. We have had death tolls within the low 600s to the high 700s. And the new cases have been in the five to six thousands. And so we're getting a lot of cases, new cases every day. We're having a lot of deaths. And if you put it in the perspective of a crematorium only can process um, 24 bodies a day, each one, um, it's a lot. And there was a, a news article from a, that was quoting a mayor that was in a city near Milan and was just saying, you guys have to remember that the numbers are not always correct because we have people dying at home that have never been tested. They could be, it could be because of this virus. Some of them could be natural causes. Some of them could be from other things, you know, but some of them will be because of this virus. Some of them were sent home from the hospitals to deal with it. And some of them never came for help and just passed. And so um, the numbers aren't exactly right. Here's what I, my thoughts are on that is that, uh, for me, as far as the numbers for coronavirus, it doesn't make a difference to me if it's 700, 800, or 900. There are too many people dying, and I can see why it's overloading the system. And we don't want those bodies just like sitting at the hospitals um, and, and just piling up. That's not treating their bodies with respect. So they've called in the military. They are treating the bodies with respect. They're trying to get them to the the crematoriums and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, they're doing their best. And, but this, it does make me think like, okay, there are a lot more, there's more people, things going on just than the coronavirus. I know it's hard to believe that. I know the other day I was looking at the news feeds and I was trying to find some news that of anything other than the coronavirus. And then, you know, it, it came up with, you know, Kenny Rogers, passed away and that was news but that was about the only thing that I could find that was not the virus related it was crazy so um anyway that was a little bit of a ramble <laughs> um so we have been notified there was three people that tested positive on post now if you depending on who you talk in the community uh, there's probably more you know, we haven't tested a ton of people, I don't think. Um, at least they're not telling us that they have, you know, you have to have meet a certain criteria before they'll test you um, because we have a limited supply of, of tests. And so two of those 
people were civilian workers. They were Italian um, residents and they worked at one of the facilities on post. However, they hadn't been on post. They'd not been into work since the beginning of March. So they didn't seem too concerned about exposure to other people. Um, there was one soldier that was just confirmed in our last town hall about he he or she, I don't know what sex it, he, they were, but a soldier in the barracks had come up with a positive test. Now, um, in the town hall, they reassured us that they had him quarantined and was being um, treated and that they had quarantined those that were in his immediate um, contact. Um, during that uh, virtual town hall, they had people in writing in the comments about how there was one in particular that I'm talking about is that they were like, I know who this is and I work right next to them. We share a desk, we share a phone and nobody notified me. I haven't been tested, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if it's true. I don't know if, if they're thinking of somebody else that may have had allergies um, and they thought they had the virus or whatnot, I don't know. Um, but I can say that the garrison here were quick to say, okay, call this number, we need to know who you, like they're not gonna confirm anything online, which is correct because we don't wanna violate that soldier's um, right to privacy. And so um, they did quickly say, okay, contact us here. I, that's the thing, I don't think that they're, it's hard to know who everybody's been in contact with. There's so many people doing extra jobs because they have so many initiatives on the table. And so, um, so they did, they're doing their best to keep everything. And that's what I would just say that to the officials or the people that are um, frustrated with uh, officials is that they've got a lot to think about. They, it's not just this virus. It's, a lot of things that they're trying to balance and I think that um, in the most cases nobody <laughs> none of us would want that um, responsibility and, and you can't just focus on one thing um, the one thing I will say if to survive the quarantine is to take care of your mental health know that the anxiety that you feel the fear that you feel is normal but just try not to feed it like there's nothing wrong with you to feel anxious there's nothing wrong with you to feel fear for this it's normal this is unknown we're in unknown territory and stuff like that but try not to feed into the fear because even if the worst case scenario is you do need to keep calm to think clearly so feeding into the fear and the hysterics is not going to help you um, get through this in one piece. So I would say to try to stay busy, um, to talk to other people about how you're feeling in a productive manner. Um, in a sense, talk each other off of that cliff, right? Because it would be really easy to go down the, the cliff. I'm not saying take not take this seriously because you do need to take it seriously because we don't want it to become more than it is. We want this to stop. Um, we don't want to be quarantined for longer. Um, I guarantee you going on week five, all the days run together, all the weeks run together. It's crazy and it is hard to stay positive sometimes. So just know that um, 
you need to talk about your feelings, but in a productive manner, not in a, a negative manner where you're both spiraling each other down into bad things and stuff. So um, also I would say take a break from the news. There's so many people that are glued to their devices to get um, Twitter feeds and Facebook feeds and news reports and YouTube um, videos and they're just trying to feed everything um, to try to get every news outlet's input and I think that we need to take time and to breathe. I don't, I'm not saying that you have to not know what's going on in your area. What I'm saying is take a few hours at a time to breathe because if you're one of those people that are, have that fear and anxiety, you're just feeding it and that's not going to help. Stay informed, but take breaks from the news just for your own mental state. Um, I also would say that we live in a time that um, we are blessed by the amount of technology that we have, that we can video chat with others. And because of the video chat feature, we can get very creative with what we do. Now, right now is a time that there's so many times in life that we have lost touch with people just because of our daily grind. So now is the time that we can take time out of our day because we'll be in quarantine to nourish relationships that we may have lost touch with and check in with those friends and help each other, right? So there's some useful apps that we are using here in Italy and you probably know about all of them, but I'm just gonna go ahead and list off what you know I use. There's the WhatsApp, um, there's texting, there's video calls, it works wonderful. Um, there's the app signal, you can text. Zoom is amazing because we've been doing a lot of uh, conferences and you don't have to pay uh, for 40 minutes at a time. So it, that works. Um, Facebook Messenger has the ability to text and keep in touch with people. And then you have the video chat feature. I did notice that on Instagram, they now, in the message area, they also have a um, video chat um, option. Marco Polo is great because right now we're on different time zones for me and my family and friends. And so that works great for us. Google Hangouts has the ability to get um, uh, in touch with people. Now, the last two I'm going to say, because there's going to be a lot of people homeschooling that never thought they would ever homeschool each other, <laughs> their kids. So um, a lot of people that I've talked to is math is really because they haven't done math in a long time, the type of math that their kids are learning at school. So here's the deal. So if you go to uh, photo math, it's an app and you can take a picture of the app and it will tell you the answer, right? So you can kind of help your kids to know if they're getting the right answer or not, if they're doing it right or not. There's also tutor.com. And if you are a military, if you have a military child, um, it is free for military kids, has been for years. And on there, um, again, it's tutor.com. This is not sponsored by the way. <laughs> um, they could help you with math, science, English, social studies, AP support. They can help with the SAT test prep. There's a lot of things on there that they can help you help your kids, right? So if you never thought you were going to be homeschooling your kid and now you have found that to be the case because of the quarantine, 
these are great resources. And if you have any other ones, please email me at one Erica Michelle. That's E-R-I-C-A-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E at gmail.com. So these are the ones that I found and that I had heard about, but it's great. And it's a good time to get creative with how you spend your time. I know that over here, I have a couple of friends that we do lunch over video chat. We get our lunch and we sit at our um, tables at home and we eat lunch and we have chats. They're we can still do that. You could do a dinner party over video chat. You can do play dates over a video chat games. If you have like, you could do the normal, like hangman or spy. But if you have, um, if each of you, like if you want to do a family, um, or play date or whatever, if they have battleship or Candyland or whatever, and you have that same game, you can play together. Right. And so, you can play Battleship, Life. I mean, there's so many. If you There's a game called Tensies where everybody can play at the same time. You can do that. Um, there's times where you can read together as a family and have like grandma involved and stuff like that. Uh, someone mentioned you could do a talent show um, night where each you invite people to your talent show and everybody does one. You could do a jokes and riddle night, show and tell, cooking classes again. You can do video chat book clubs, um, a great time to do spring cleaning or home projects. Uh, you could do, uh, I know the other day, me and my husband, we did a slumber party. Like, I know that sounds weird, it's just me, but we went into the living room, we put the couches together and we made it for it and like we're older, but we were making it fun and we watched a movie together. You can go out stargazing, you can learn, teach your kids about the stars, a great time to be at home and to learn a language. You can use apps like uh, Duolingo or Babbel. Those are great. Um, I have a friend that's taking the time to learn new instruments. Um, there are different apps out there that will teach you new skills. There's plenty of videos on YouTube that will teach you new skills. So if you have any more ideas, please share with the, with me at oneericamichelle at gmail.com or you can, um, uh, my Twitter handle is oneericamichelle as well. So you can share with me um, your ideas of what you can come up with, what to do to keep your mind busy. Um, again, please take care of yourself mentally. I, we're here on week five. You have to. I'm not going to say it's easy because I still have days, mornings um, that I have to pull myself out of um, a rut because it's hard being home. Um, you can make uh, cases for whether it's better to have kids with you or not. Uh, I don't have kids. I have two dogs. I don't have kids. I'm home alone most of the time with my two dogs. My two dogs cannot go out, so it's very crazy and chaotic for them. They don't understand, um, and it's hard for me. Uh, I think I would do better with kids um, because then I can play and have things to do. But then again, you could have someone that it's hard for them because they have to work at home as well as have kids, and so you can make a make a, a, a argument for either one. What, what would be worse? But the, the thing of it is, is that we're all in hard place. It's not our norm. I get it. it's going to be hard. Mentally prepare yourself. Please be kind to each other. 
um, that was my number one uh, advice to you is to please be kind to each other, help each other out. We have to get through this together. If you see someone in need and you have extra, please help them. Um, let's try not to lose our humanity in the process of everything. And I just like to say thank you for listening. Um, please like, share, subscribe, send me a message if you um, have any suggestions for this, but I do appreciate you listening.